Hi guys. Hi everybody. Hi everybody. <clears throat> Welcome to another episode of Road to Thirty, the pod. Yeah. Dolly here, Isaac there. Yes. And I am very excited about episode sixty-two. Yeah, after much fighting and uh, deliberation. <laughs> Why does it always have to be a fight? Though? And corona and external influences. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we are back with reflectizations. Yes. Yeah, and today we have a friend of the pod. Yes, we have Alex here. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> um, Alex was actually here a few weeks ago, but he wasn't on the pod. His yeah, he wasn't was on Chantel, record. Yeah. If you guys can remember. Yeah, when we're arguing about <laughs> special packages. And <laughs> yes, oh when my. we're arguing about special packages. <laughs> oh a lot of people really like Chantel on that, by the yeah, way. Because, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. They really liked her on that. They thought it was amazing. But yes, so we have Alex here today. Now, Alex is no stranger to me. Yeah. I have known Alex like since uni. Like That's in fact, so it's it's so weird. Like it's I so keep on looking at Alex and I'm just like, wow, like I can't believe that we're we're here like once more. Because Alex knew me in a different life, I feel. Fam, we d- we knew ourselves in a different life. Yes, like, it was, we knew it, it, was it was it, it was just such a different time, just mm. such a different like I mean this was one way in uni and study whatever we're studying and not really giving you know you need days of yeah not really being, caring about being a student much. and stuff like Dead you guys lives. don't know alex was literally always around me for a particular period of time like it was crazy but like uh-huh. it's just so nice like thank god first of all that we are still all here I know, yeah right? how many yeah. years later to be able to say oh you know to be able to talk yeah, like I know, this right it's so mad <clears> because it's, it, it actually feels like a lifetime ago. It does. Guys, it honestly, does. it feels like I met Dolly in a whole, whole entire different I'm, time. Uh, I met right? Isaac in an entire different time. My wife met Dolly from one period and right? now we're all here. It, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Life to is me. a trip. Life me, is a trip. I don't believe in coincidences like that. I, I, I really don't. You <laughs> know me? I'm a, I'm a Jesus girl all day, every day. So to me, there's always just, I just feel like, like everything yeah, like is life, always just connected. Everything is all connected for a reason. And it's always just such a lovely surprise i honestly feel like whenever something like that happens it makes me want to give gratitude mm. to god because it just feels like wow like what a surprise like wow like it, it makes me feel that way wow yeah like so like how? this is a, what this is a wow chances? moment it's a wow moment speaking it's of wow moments so mm-hmm. dolly put me in trouble last week and a lot of you asked me so now I have to explain. I mm. got scammed out of 150k. And like As I a said, rich man, he said I didn't that feel it. No, now let me clarify why I didn't feel it. Like, let me just summarize it. the story. <laughs> Most of you that have served, you know what I'm talking about. So there's something called Said skills and acquisition, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. So during, uh, when I was in Ibadan, this guy came and he pitched that, oh, if you invest in his agricultural, yada, 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 mm-hmm. that you get returns after six months. And I felt, you know, that's, that's a fantastic that's idea. Right. As an mm. investor, I was like, let's go, let's do it. <laughs> and then the entry point was 70K. I was like, cool, all right. I gave this guy 70K. And then in six months, I didn't hear from <laughs> this guy. And then that wasn't even all. So he had you tried students. To, like, call him. Yeah, you call him during the six months. No, during this, I kept in touch. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. So God. this is what made it worse. So that was seventy k, right? The rest of the eighty k came from his students. So when he pitched to us, right, uh-huh. I agreed and I paid him or whatever. Uh-huh. And then his students, one of his students also came and was like, "Oh yeah, so." As part of his farm as well, you can give me forty k as well, and we work together, and I'll also give you similar returns and i was thinking well <laughs> these guys are coming through nyse so obviously what was the worst that could happen yeah. so i gave him 40k 
And then I was expecting my returns of 20% from him and 40% from his boss. Kai. Making, you know, it was meant to be a good amount of money. Isaac. I kept messaging and these I guys throughout. Yes, yeah, the second guy, man. The second guy was a bit dodgy. I, no, I'm no, no, but the second like, guy. Isaac is much more. I'm, I'm glad because, like, I mean, I still take financial advice from you, but Isaac, Bro, I'm surprised that you believe these niggas. The last 40K <laughs> came from one of my guys who had used them as well. So he. We met, you know, there's always someone passing out before you come. Mm -hmm. So he was there and he was like, yeah, he's about to pass out that the guy just paid him, but he wants to quickly start another cycle Uh and then we split the money half. And I gave him 40k (laughs) as well. That was 150k. This was in um, April. Wait, hold on, hold on. This is to sound like a big man problem. No, 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 hold on. (laughs) It does sound like a big man problem, don't it? This was in in, um, April 2018. Mm. Today is um, July 2020 and neither of them picks my calls. All three of them, I don't pick my calls. I've sent emails. Well, to be fair, I wrote off the debt and and I wrote off the debt last year Mm because they didn't pay me. So I was just like, no, take this as a deal. And then I left it. But yeah, that was how I got scammed. I didn't feel it because it was an investment to me. But by the time it was to be returned, I was like, bro. And then I was when all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden, somebody's farm had issues, Kai. somebody's phone didn't So it's not when you're supposed to pay that. You're not I'm saying telling you, all the while it was fine. But when it was like, guys, so where's Mm-mm. my lot? Then all of a sudden, farmland issues, Mm-mm. something, something. But thank God for growth. Thank God for growth. It though. still doesn't change the fact that you reach. No, it, mm, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but it was a good entry because I found other investment points and now you know. Yeah, you are you're a rich man. There's <laughs> I've learned my lesson and <laughs> no, I know you learn every day. You learn yeah, every yeah, day. you that's, do. That's you learn every day. So I, I know where to put my money now and then yeah, that's that. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Very and awesome. another quick thing, guys. Um, a lot of people messaged me about the stock market this week, so let me just quickly answer. Okay. I trade on Merry Merry Stem. There's a Merry Trade app. Like I said, you can trade with the virtual money with real time uh, prices to get an idea of it. And I cannot tell you what to buy that will give you money. I cannot. Yeah. You just have to uh, make calculated guesses. For yeah. instance, in a pandemic. The, the healthcare stock will go up the airline stock will come down because people are not traveling there's a reason why in the pandemic the amazon guy is now the richest man in the world because exactly. all of you are home shopping there's a reason why in the pandemic netflix is rising because exactly. all of you are home watching them stuff. apps them tiktok yeah and they, but there's a reason why in a pandemic guinness is going down because your favorite one bear is not really happening facts so look at things from that kind of perspective and yeah yeah so and you have then, to just study basically yeah keep, and keep your ear to the, the ground thing is, i can't tell you news. so you don't go and say isaac from yeah, Ruth no, Petty in, told me to buy this and me now my money has I cost gone you for their money. exactly so so you don't end up like me in a 150k <laughs> loss scenario <laughs> i cannot tell you where to put your money but so isaac, i mean i'm just amazed we're really giving this money you're like it oh, was okay, no guy take. guy see you know i had just come back from england so i had pounds and then i had the nyse i know what you mean i had the nyse mm. alawi and then my where i was actually serving was also paying me right, right, so right, i was right. like you know passive income let me invest it but now so money lost seen from that point of view that actually makes a lot yeah. of sense i see how that can actually Dang. be exactly you know, thank you from that point of view you know, but now so money lost but it's good, child. we are where we are from it so more money Life. to come from that in the future niggas. i'm sure the money has finished now so my guy whatever, i, 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 I actually wrote them. off the debt so it's fine i hope it's you gone. catch them 
I feel how the bank feels when. But honestly, like that. when you want to invest, though, I have to say, like you know, you have to be watchful about what you're investing, who you're investing. Don't go and do the one that they will tell you, oh, we'll give you like fifty percent back in like one week. I need to you chop like yeah it doesn't happen like that though true. investment is supposed to like take some time <laughs> yeah. it's not supposed to be That's like that simple. although in fairness though mm. all of you that want to do money doubling i have an advice right <laughs> be the first one Mm-hmm. Because by the time yeah, you cash like out, scheme, the rest of the people—that's mm-hmm. not your problem. Mm-hmm. So even MMM people made money. Yeah, just make sure you're the first one. Please don't do binomo. I don't know what that. Oh, those are the guys that hack your account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Please don't guys. do binomo. Don't handle those ones that will enter your DMs and be telling you, "Oh, come on, don't trust." those things honestly yeah. speaking if you want to invest in something make do some research yourself don't be overly like whenever i see something like 70 percent in like four months i'm like huh like that doesn't even sound right it doesn't yeah, even it doesn't. it doesn't make sense it so except if you know somebody in particular or that is close to you that you know that hmm this person and from it yeah. maybe a headache maybe you can now even give if it it's your... a scam use money that you don't need and make sure you're part of the early people so exactly. that you can quickly cash out and run um this is not me endorsing scams but i'm just saying <laughs> i that's mean your if you have to do bet. it <laughs> yeah because you know when they say one person brings four make sure that they won't bring in four don't be part of somebody's four because that's how <laughs> <laughs> that's how the money will never come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um yeah. Well, now we're going to dive into today's episode. It's going to be. Oh wait, fantastic. now I had something. Oh no, yeah, you wanted to say guys. something. Wait. Okay, go on. All right. Okay. So I've had something on my mind that I've been wanting to say for just you know for a minute because I've been thinking about it. Like I can remember when that video came out. Was it last year or so of when Tiwa Savage had had an interview and then she left and the women mm-hmm. were, um, making oh, yeah, fun of her were, yeah. and everything. Yeah. You know, while yeah, maybe morally one can look at it as wrong. One of the things that annoyed me and a narrative that people have comp- continued to perpetrate, um, even before then and still after then is that, oh, and women are, are supposed to be supporting women. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> the narrative annoys me yeah. simply because I kind of feel like, yes, we, you, women should support women, but at the same time, women can disagree with women. Mm-hmm. Women can True. get into oh, arguments exactly. with women. True. If a woman and a woman are having a disagreement or an argument, that is okay. They are mm-hmm. supposed to, like, saying that, dismissing it by saying, oh, and women are supposed to, yeah. are supposed to, um, um, support women empower women no they don't have to support you if they don't feel like supporting you they can support the notion of women being getting what they need getting what they require but they don't have to like you like another woman doesn't have to like me or support me yeah but it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that she doesn't support the idea of women being empowered regardless men to have disagreements with each other it might not be the same way that women do but that is because we are different. Men and women are different. We are wired differently. We handle things differently. And Ooh. I just kind of feel like it diminishes women when people say things like that. Like as if women are supposed to be this particular way sometimes. It's almost like there's always like this picture of what women are supposed to embody yeah. at every point in time. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not. It's okay. No, but you can, see, but you can see from the, okay, so. I, while, whilst I totally get where you're coming from, mm-hmm. let's play devil's advocate, right? Yeah. Uh, the whole yeah. devil's advocate is... Yeah. Women want to see it as we're standing together yeah. against a common enemy. Yeah. And this common enemy in this scenario now will be the man. Mm-hmm. When the basis <laughs> that he's always right, even when he comes with his mediocre behavior or mm-hmm. his some kind of behavior that we can actually not tolerate, we would we need to stand together. 
even when I get your point and yeah. I see that, I mean, I get I, that. Watch, watch what you're saying; it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You, everyone should be but, entitled to their own perspective, mm-hmm, their own mm-hmm. way of life. Yeah. But women in this scenario will see it as betrayal because they want you to stand with them. It's solidarity, man. Once, one, one, we're all together. Against the enemy. <laughs> yes, we're, we're against the enemy until and, we and, defeat and this enemy. Okay. Yeah. And that's okay. We can't exactly it, like, but take it, again, it depends on like the context because, yeah. for instance, now this thing about the Tewa everything that I was talking about. Yeah. Women making fun of her or whatever. That was them being. You can just look at it like, okay, that's shitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's you mm-hmm. being shitty. But yeah. it's not a thing of, oh, and women are support. No, not all women are going to support mm-hmm. all women oh. all the time. Now, if it is a thing where maybe we are in the office and, and maybe, um, as women, we're not getting the respect we deserve. Mm-hmm. And then these men are getting more than we're supposed to get. Yeah, now, yeah. in this situation, yes, we should all stand mm-hmm. together and fight it. If someone, if another woman is not trying to support the mission, then it's not like, ah, come on, like, we're, all, we're all supposed to stand here together. Now, in that context, like, I get that, which yeah. we should do and which women do all the time. True. We are always, when it came to the women's march, I'm telling you, those women that went to go and march after Trump became president, if you sit some of them down in a room, they might not have the same ideologies, same goals but they all came together for one common goal and that is what it's supposed to be like but it's not supposed to be a thing where women are all of a sudden expected all all the time Hmm? I'm sorry to just jump down your throat, but you know, you can't always be that practical. The reason why a woman would stand with another woman over an issue can't always be the practical reason of the um the idea idea that the man is actually wrong. Sometimes it has to be a silly reason. It has to be that let me let's let's use Isaac and something in the scenario now. Maybe Isaac is a good person. Isaac just does something random to you and mm-hmm. you would expect that any girl you tell that this thing Isaac has done to you is terrible they should yeah, take but, your but side like, <laughs> Isaac is actually you can hold Isaac to the fact that he's not going to always do this thing to you the person can like it's not that big a deal eh. yeah but like I feel like, I feel like <laughs> this scenario happens in, I don't I don't in, do bad I feel like this scenario happens <laughs> in like I, do I feel like this scenario things. happens in like every kind of situation and not just between women I feel like it happens between men as well yes. yeah. but I don't I don't hear I don't hear like someone will not like someone telling a man disagree with another man like uh uh-uh, come on now men are men are supposed to to lift each other i mean yes you no, should. i know but it, it's just like i was saying earlier it's just the way guys it's a way of just demeaning the yeah it's like to their own different yeah. level of struggle yes we should emotion. lift each other up yes yeah, we should support you. each other in the sense of you know supporting like you know all the things that we're, we're fighting against rape and sexual harassment right yeah. now. You know, yes, we support that movement. Yes, we support all of that. But I feel like when it's an isolated situation, yeah. when a woman and a woman yeah. are having mm. a disagreement which is, about something, which is normal, which is yeah, okay, because normal. at the end of the day, the only thing they share together is that they are women together, but they are still two different people. That's, and they have that, that's a very important point. Yeah, they are they've grown up differently. Well, they've grown up in different yeah. ways. And so to not expect that they are always, they are always going to get along. Even my sister and I, we don't always agree on the same thing. And that's my sister. That's my blood. You feel <laughs> yeah. me? We don't always agree, but doesn't mean that there still isn't love there. So me disagreeing with the woman doesn't change the fact that I support women. Doesn't change the fact that I want her to do well okay. in the sense of, well, I might not want that to do well, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but what I, but what, but what I mean is, I don't want her to be, I don't want women to be in a world yeah. where they can't achieve what they want to achieve just because they are women. That I will never support. Mm, that yeah. I'll never be, I understand be okay with. But I, I just, that. I just think that it is a true form of feminism if a woman does disagree because she's having her voice and she's having her yeah, opinion. Of course, you might not like it. You yeah. might not agree with it. But the fact there's that she's a, able to voice a bigger, how she feels. There's a bigger argument here about how people who think they're liberals become the main oppressors by not wanting to mm. hear. Mm. And yeah, but 
that that's yeah, and I generally, you know this just reminds me of something don't yeah. i think for your birthday i might put out a collage of all the rants that you've had <laughs> i do rant <laughs> as in, i, do I have rant. a whole folder of stuff that we don't that doesn't make it to the show oh my god yes. dolly's rants like i literally named oh my them dolly's, that, rants. dolly's rants like that, that's actually what i called it it's so mad but that 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 might pop though, up. i just everybody i feel like we should empathize with each other i feel like the problem that we have in this world lately is that um sometimes you know we don't we don't understand where the other person is coming yeah. from sometimes we, um, women are expected to act in a certain way like think like a man mm. i don't need to think like a man i'm not a man yeah do you understand what i'm saying yeah i might try to like understand where he's coming from yeah. but i'll never be able to understand how he really thinks because i'm mm. not a man mm, you understand okay, okay. I, so but i should be okay with it should be okay with me being a woman, being a strong yeah. woman as a woman, because that is the whole point, yeah, isn't we, it? We'll, we'll dive into this. Yeah, one we'll dive into it later. That was just a, it's just to get off my. Let's chest. just end it here, yeah. boy. It just reminds me of that. My whole when somebody decides that they don't want to be actress, they want to be actor. When yeah, everybody wants you. to be king, not queen, but that that's a different conversation. Yeah. So yeah, I read something this week that stuck with me. Uh, maybe it's a coincidence. What's I don't that? know. So it's a quote from Steve Co- Stephen Covey. I think I, I hope I pronounced that well. It's mm-hmm. basically it says the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, and on that talk, note, talk, talk. guys, yeah. enough of my you know slandering of evil women. <laughs> enough of you know we, we're we're easing out of Corona, I think. But yeah, we are back with uh, relatable content, which is what you guys really love and. Shout out to everybody who filled the form. As in, uh, Ooh, we yes. weren't expecting this, this much This kind feedback. of response, like, it was amazing. Thank you so much. It was absolutely amazing. So if you haven't filled it, go on our link tree link yeah. and click on talk to us. We'll discuss with Alex like a very few of yeah, them just we'll because he's them. here and we want to and take advantage of that. But next, next week, week, we would dive into a lot everything, of yeah. it. As, well, not everything because there's a lot. It. Most of it. But we'll, I will... Um, everything. We'll start, yeah. <laughs> Alex, please. Hi, okay. Alex. Hi, let's let's hit it on reflection. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, happy hi, hi. to have you here. I am happy so to be here. So the first question I want to ask you is... You didn't want to let the guy introduce himself. Oh, I'm sorry. Please. Oh my, okay. Wow, introduce myself. I should yeah. have been aware. Why did I think this was going to come up? Introduce yourself. <laughs> you know, it's like, tell me about yourself <sighs> and then you realize you don't exist. All of a sudden, it feels like an interview. I have people, guys, I have people staring at me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, um, Alex, I am married. Mm-hmm. Road to 30, yeah. <laughs> Shivers. Well, Alex is a lawyer. <laughs> Shivers, Let me yeah. add that. Okay, I am a lawyer. <laughs> I, li- I like how you married said I am married with yeah. pride. Like, I, 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 I rate that. Like, Love my wife. I am married. Oh. oh, She's not here, do I get to do this now? Distraught. <laughs> 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 okay, no, but um, all jokes aside, yeah. So, Alex, I am first of five boys. Mm. Ooh. Wow, that's yeah. a lot don't, of don't play my, my mom's a strong woman right there. <laughs> <laughs> strong one. She handles that. She handles that house, She's guys. She's the queen of that castle. Yeah. No one plays. So, yeah, um married with pride of course to the lovely Chantel um we are ooh father's a baby gov our puppy oh yeah they have a puppy (laughs) they do have a puppy and um they said, my wife and I are lawyers. Guys, I don't know. Man. Not to say talk about myself. I am. Yeah, okay, okay, all right. You so know, let me, let me help you. Yeah. No, I, I did Look that on that. purpose. I did but that yes, on Alex purpose. Alex is, is a lawyer. And he's Sh- should I hit you with the um, first question? Sure, why I not? Want I mean, to start let's, the let's, let's actually dive in there. So we'll help okay, that. so going off of the stuff you guys sent, right? Somebody sent something that I want to start the podcast with. So the person said... Um, uh, the question was, what worries you the most as you approach 30? 
and the person said being broke unfulfilled and unwanted mm. how yeah. what would you tell such a person from your journey and from your experience do you feel yeah do you feel broke unfulfilled and unwanted now mm-hmm. okay so life guys i'm going to actually say this i'm going to, i'm going to try and speak as openly as possible mm-hmm. uh, but you can't hold me that. to everything right because in life i've been fortunate i'm right. going to be real and tell you that obviously i'm a christian right so yeah um a lot of things i do or have happened to me i would say it's god okay. i'm never going to mess around and be like oh i earned this or that mm-hmm. i had lovely parents that stressed my life out <laughs> sent me to good schools and maybe people here then went out right so don't hold me no problem so tightly to anything right no problem this is a safe space after the last part of that was being broke when you're preaching 30 you're being um, yeah being, being broke, broke unfulfilled and unwanted, unfulfilled yeah, and unwanted. unwanted. guys does that really ever go away Hmm. People still kill themselves at 40, 50s across thinking that they're, that they're broke, they're unfulfilled. And unwanted. Do you know what? Life is a cycle, man. I say this. I, I was just telling Dolly and Isaac just right now before we started that life is a cycle. You, you see it and you, 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 you get the idea that, oh, um, this thing that's happened to me is peculiar to me and no one else is actually going through yeah. it. That's actually not true. Hmm. We are not so special that whatever is happening to us is, entirely yours i mean there will be those people that might be getting abused or those people that are especially blessed but at the same time generally we're all trying to go into the same thing so i still leave i still have that fear of being broke and i'm i don't think i'm fully fulfilled in my present situation i mean i'm happy and i thank god yeah for what i have Mm -hmm. but at the same time i'm thinking i want more so i mean generally approaching 30 Get, don't 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 put that much pressure on yourself and think that oh you're supposed to have fulfilled everything before you get there. Yeah. What is key is put yourself in situations and put just try stuff out. Just don't get to thirty and never have lived. Mm. Don't get to thirty and everything is new, like everything is brand yeah. new. You're still trying to understand where left is and what right is and what is up and down. No, yeah, yeah. that's that's was kind of crazy in my opinion. Mm. Like yeah. get to thirty and know. Okay, so now I know I am not giving anybody forty k. That's why I told you I respect yeah. what you went through because yeah. I didn't I, hearing the story at first I just figured oh Isaac Isaac big baller man I mean <laughs> yeah, right. Isaac, Isaac, Isaac is a big He's baller a guys big baller. <laughs> <laughs> no but a big baller in our part seriously like we make mistakes yeah just yesterday I went to somewhere in Yaba and I'm, some guy scammed me to make me pay him because right. he, he literally comes up to me with a, a teller and he's like this is the teller for this place it is 300 naira. And I just think to myself, 300 naira against the car, for, against someone scratching my car for this guy to look at it. It's not that Let deep. Me, yeah. Take it. I go back to the place somewhere. Okay, this happened the day before because I go back to the place yesterday and no one is there. I drive down the whole street and no one is there. So I'm thinking, ah, Alex. <laughs> you imagine someone just carrying like Tella up ah, on the streets. That's just Lagos. Yeah, Lagos is real. Lagos is real. I'm back. I hope I tried up on that one a bit. Yeah, let me ask you, like, when you were approaching 30, what were you worried about? Like, what were your worries? Like, what were you feeling? So everything I'm going to say is going to always boil back to one thing. Yeah. I am the first of five boys. Okay. Mm. And being the first of five boys means this, you don't you don't get you don't get to play around and think, oh, there's a fire. What do I do? Yeah. There's not what do I do. You have to start you doing. Have to start doing something. Like start yeah. doing. Don't don't start thinking I'm, it's doing things. So I've always put pressure on myself that um I'm and also obviously I'm Urobo. I don't know if you guys also my name is Alex Content Musheshe. I'm actually Urobo. Mm-hmm. And there's this 
being behind horrible people that we like property, especially okay. first sons, mm-hmm. that their eyes are on their father's property. And God forbid I ever be that child. So okay. from an early age, I already just set out to do my thing my own way and okay. make a name for myself and be yeah. that be that person that can make my parents proud and myself proud and you know God proud and just yeah, just not, do, what yeah. You can. do you understand? So yeah. um, I was scared of a lot of stuff. I was scared to be unfulfilled. I. I I don't want to be like another, I don't want to be the, I don't want to be a castle. That's, I don't want to be a castle. I, I want to actually be able to make a difference. And I feel like I have people depending on me. Yeah. So there's no time to play, yeah. catch up. I need to like be out here yeah. trying to do it as soon as possible. And yeah, yeah thank, that, this is why I say to every young person that has found their God and religion in this period of time, hold on mm. and push because honestly, right? Mm-hmm. You can't do anything without God. Mm. There are days you want to just chop something off like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. is failing. I had a yeah. terrible week. Why? Why? God, man. Mm. Just pray, calm, sleep, wake up. Yeah. Mm. Let, let me ask you, like, when, the, the moment you turned 30, like, mm. how did it feel for you? Like, now, you know, as much as we talk about it all the time and, you know, we've heard everybody say in their 30s, you know, don't worry, it's okay, don't put pressure on yourself, blah, 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 blah. But it's still seems like such a not scary but like wow like a milestone a huge milestone how did it feel when you finally got there and it was like okay so now i'm 30 like <laughs> how did it feel hmm. so you guys want to hear the honest 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 yes truth? please i haven't still done that chat to myself oh. i haven't done that chat where i'd be like alex you're 30 it's probably still down to that um because, first first son thing because yeah like you're you, doing before thinking no because honestly like you know like you guys have actually said man like it is a milestone year. Mm-hmm. You do attach a lot to it because you don't want to get to 30 and you're confused and mm-hmm. you're still probably mm-hmm. staying at home and yeah. someone has to give you a curfew mm-hmm. and those kind of annoying things that will probably upset you. So financial independence and all of this mm-hmm. and that will mean, will entail that. Um, yeah. By the time I was getting to 30, mm-hmm. by the time I was getting to 30, I mean. Guys, man, I just wanted to be, I, w- I wanted to have established something. I, want, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Have I, have I sat down to have that chat? No, mm. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> 30, man. <laughs> but you know, okay, just, wow. just, just wow, on, on what you said, right? <laughs> <laughs> on what you said, right? Mm. Um, I noticed a lot of the questions that we had mm. and a lot of people's, um, biggest you know fears as they approached 30 was finance. Okay. A lot of people kept saying, Oh, I feel like. I wouldn't have enough money or I feel like mm. I'll be broke or I feel like I will still be depending on people and all that. Lagos. For you, how did you find it being like financially? Did you end up in a better place than in your earlier twenties no. or are you still just taking it as you go trying it to gets better. Okay. It gets better. It honestly gets better. So you start off and I think I heard we've had a chat before Isaac. Yeah. This is guys, Isaac, this guys, Isaac and Dolly are family. So, Isaac and I have probably had a chat or two before where Isaac has probably mentioned to me the expectations he had yeah. when he came back from the UK, when he came back a bit generally yeah. from what mm-hmm. he expected to be paid. And when you start off, when, when you come into the Nigerian market and you value yourself, mm-hmm. normally or usually sometimes the employer doesn't exactly value you the same way you probably have, the same tag you put on yourself. Yeah. yeah. They're most like, cause they're, they're not your parents. They did not pay the Buckingham school fees for you That's or true. the LSC school fees. That is, they're not now their own. That's you came true. for an interview and you had your interview. It was probably good or alright, but that, I mean, they will still want to pay you what they feel like they can afford overhead moving forward. So, I yeah. mean, in the beginning, 20s, the pays, I feel that 
honestly, I've told you to explore. So seriously, try out stuff. I came back from the UK and I had, I tried out different businesses. I've had businesses fail. Hmm. I've had businesses where we, I, it didn't even get off the ground. Like it, 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 there was no air. <laughs> honestly, nothing happened to it. But at the same time, you get a structure and you get to understand who you are and what you can do. So by the time you're 30, you already yeah. know there's no point giving me a phone to go and sell on the road. And I, I do not yeah, know how to not, sell That's phone. not my thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's no point giving me, putting me behind a laptop. That's, but you're, if right for me now, I know I can do this lock thing. Yeah. So you see, I'm one of those people that even went to law school at the tail end of my, like I went, to, I went, I did my LLB and my LLM some like four, four years ago. Oh, and wow. this is just ZF years ago. You know what? I'm, I'd had businesses fail. I'd had one or two things actually successfully try out here and there. I did one or two things that are still going on right now that's actually not bad. Mm-hmm. But I just find it, okay, so this Nigeria is one of those countries where you can't have one income. Mm-hmm. True. So mm-hmm. I'm okay. going to leave that small thing I have that is growing that will probably not be now anything now but might be significant sometime. I'm going to find out what I'm good at. And I'm not too bad. I'm not a super, I'm not a shabby lawyer, actually. I can dance. I can do the dance. I can do the dance. I thank God I've had really amazing mentors. So it's put me on the track. Yeah. So by 30 now, I'm not feeling so scared. Well, you know, I, I, I'm happy to hear that because a lot of, a lot of us, we always, because of the way our parents are, because you know, most of us in Nigeria were growing up in the same family. Mm-hmm. Really. Mm-hmm. So a lot of us have been pushed through school. Like, you know, we'll start this now. You see someone entering uni at 16, finishing at 19. Yeah, and then you're, then you're already like putting out. all this pressure on yourself of, oh, now I'm a graduate. <laughs> or you, you get all that kind of stuff. Like, for instance, me, I remember, I think I said this a couple episodes back that mm-hmm. it was, it's just now I'm starting to find what I'm actually really interested in. Okay. I have, I already have two, two degrees, a master's and something, and I'm not sure if that is where I would see myself moving forward. So a lot more people should, like you said, start embracing, changing stuff mm-hmm. in your late twenties. Cause hearing that that was when you went to law school, like honestly, that's crazy. Cause yeah. most people I know now, you see somebody like 17, 18, 19, all these very yeah. young ages train themselves in yeah. there. And then, so it's good to know that there yeah. is time to change. Yes. Time to venture out. That's what they always realize me. Like it's time. You don't, don't get so scared that you can't live in, I met my wife in law school, so you can imagine that. Like that was the age right? that people would Same. think was yeah. law school able, like oh 25 and six. And and me, oh. that's where that's where everything. You no, know, let's even get to that. Let's get to <laughs> let's get to love. Yeah. So what's love w- do Were us? you ever someone that um, put any kind of did you feel any kind of pressure either from home or from within that you should get married at a particular time? Did you feel that way? Funny enough, no. Mm-hmm. that's what's yeah. trippy about this whole thing like being a guy and five five boys you never really get that whole pressure I mean you don't get that pressure from anyone saying right. go and get married yeah. in fact what they're telling you is make money and get out of my house yeah right right because <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day you're, you're not meeting with curfews you're probably making too much noise in your room so mm-hmm. two lions are just feel like your yeah. father's feel like he's a lion and in control of this house and then you're trying to be stepping up to this little cop is trying to be a lion mm. get out of my house get out of my house <laughs> so, so there's no real pressure honestly I never felt that and I didn't even think I would be married at this age mm. any one of my friends you meet now and you say oh hey Alex is married they're like oh really mm. why because <laughs> I thought, I, I, guys, I was trying to make money before I got married. I was trying to yeah. get, I was going to get like 35. I already told, it's trippy that I already told my wife, Chantel, we're having this chat. And I'm saying to her, um, we're not married at this point. I'm saying, I can't, for me to propose, I'm going to need like at least five to 10 M. Mm. 
and the accounts gonna need like some kind of money's coming in again because you know you need to be making money monthly for this to my afford mine and she's like eh. <laughs> so, how long do you think it would take you to get all these monies i'm just thinking i, I mean it's a dream babe don't worry what <laughs> Work with this dream. I'm, Work with I'm me. starting things. Like, okay. I have my business plan. Yeah, yeah. She's like, okay, okay. I'll pray for you because honestly, like, it's like you. I don't know. Okay, okay. So, and honestly, but jokes aside, like, you can't wait. I, and it's just that moment I just realized. Okay, so the whole point of this is she goes. She still goes in to say, <laughs> it's, it's long. How she's not exactly waiting. To, she wants to grow with someone. Okay, basically, yeah. she's not exactly waiting for that person to just just have this thirty five million and say, oh hey babe, go for the spa, go for the let's grow. Let's do this together. Let's, together. Let's go down in the dirt together. Let's build together. Because at the end of the day, I my parents that. worked together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They grew their stuff together. They could, and it's the thing that will build respect. And honestly, that 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 moment, like I didn't want to jump into, but that moment really just blew from me. So I was like, okay, you know what? Mm. Maybe I could do this. I can do this. So what <laughs> so. made you like finally? What made you like now make that decision one day to just be like, hey, okay, I think I'm ready to propose. I'm ready to get married. Like. Were you scared even when you were about to make that decision? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you guys seen my engagement video? No, I I, guys, it's one of the. If, it would have been a classic if I didn't have good friends. <laughs> <laughs> because I legit like went down on one knee and then the look on my wife's face, she, she looked like she was about to pass out. Like, <gasps> <laughs> see, it was scary. I mean, the day I realized I was I was gonna do this, right? I called I called up my folks, I called up my folks, and then I'm telling my mom about how, but mommy man, I don't have money. <laughs> like in all in essence, really, I don't I, what do I have? I just have one small apartment, two bedrooms, like a little BQ mm. in ABJ. I have this little bit of car that some days it will rain. I have to use my hand to block something on one end. But the AC is working, so it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Got a little tin, you know? Yeah. So honestly, like I'm I'm barely pulling two and three together and I'm trying to add one more. She's like, do you, how do you feel about her? And I'm like, oh no, if it's about feelings, if it's about mentally, we're partners, we can build. And she's like, you know what? Why are you hustling? Why are you, why are you hesit- hesitating? Do you think your father had all the money before we got married? Like, you mm. build those things. And I'm like, eh. True. Eh. True. She's like, you've met a girl that's past you safe. I wants to build it to you. Yeah. And you're dragging your leg. Jump on that. So I'm like, yeah, that's true. I call, I call my dad too. And my dad's really like, he's laughing. He's like, oh, so money's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> money's your problem. So if I said I'll give you money now, like, would that ease your problem? I was like, ah. Wow. My elbow. Obviously. I'm not thinking about weddings and things like that. Okay, don't worry. Yeah. You got family now. We'll talk. We'll help. We'll do this and that for you along the way. So... Hmm. Oh, that's amazing. Hmm. So you that, just you, you, that made you feel calm. So it kind like, of like hey. yeah, just make it. You know what? This is, I'm, I'm not crazy. Like this is I can I can I can roll here. I can do oh, this. Fair yeah. enough. Okay, yeah. let's 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 go away from um the marriage side. Let's talk mm. about happiness in general. Okay, yeah. right. There was a question here. That, oh, not a question. Someone said, "I am mostly worried about ending up." like every other disgruntled adult, the mm. ones that had to sacrifice happiness on the altar of whatever pays the bills. How mm. did, did you ever feel that way? And how did you navigate through that? Like feeling this, this, like, you know, when I get there, I'm just going to have lost my vibe. Like that youthful exuberance yeah, is going to I be have. gone. So I went to Ghana, right? Before I went to, like, I went to Ghana. I went, I scored in Ghana for a bit, my BA. And I had this lovely mom, that used to take care of me in Ghana. But her and her husband went exactly close. Like they lived in the same house, but it honestly felt like a hostel. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Like yeah. she had one side of the house, he had one side of the house, and I always used to think to myself, how do you wake up and sleep in this house every day, living the same person, seeing the same person's face every day, but you cannot even talk to the person? Wow. Like it's me, it's just an intermediary between two of yourselves. Like, okay. do this for me, Alex. You can't do this. Tell her I can't do this. And I'm the both of you are there, and I'm the third person you are spinning around. Damn. So you can't say that. Even when you get married, the fear of becoming a stranger or all these pains will go away. On being unhappy will go away. It it, it doesn't ever go away. Mm. The gospel truth about it, guys. Gospel, gospel truth about it. In my point of view, and I have to tell this is why I told you from the beginning, I have been fortunate. God has guided me in ways that I, even, I was never looking. He just push here, push here, push here. I'll just roll with it. Mm. But your happiness is key. Mental, your mental health and your happiness is key. So if for whatever it is, you're in something that you're not comfortable in, like it's giving you heart palpitations, yeah. you can't sleep, mm. you're on edge, then please stop. Mm. Please stop. But if you can push past the insignificant fears mm. and trust mm. actually build something they hold on to it because it always depends on no you're not talking from a marriage sense you're no, talking, talking about in general, I'm talking from now. general yeah, yeah so this, is not, this is not a marriage sense. this is yeah. Not yeah. just being an individual your own person at this yeah. point in time now. Yeah. don't don't your happiness is key mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm gonna go back to that whole thing because my wife always says this every day day in and day like your mental your, for you to have a mental sense uh, like a grounded mental health type thing you have to be happy mm. Mm. and adults a lot you, they always look unhappy to us sometimes I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they always look unhappy you have to pay bills you're not happy that's true but that's just true. find what it is that, as long as you're stru- as long as you're trying to build from structure your structure up right mm-hmm. that you'll be happy with the little things you take your time and build the things then just hold on to those small 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 just try and not forget those small small moments because it's not as if this life is never easy, man. It's stressful too. Mm, true. It's stressful. It doesn't come, it doesn't stop punching, man. So Yeah. I don't know. Okay, let me ask you. Like, you know, when you were when you before you made the decision to settle down, yeah. did you have that thing of, you know, as guys, um, sex is always like I don't know, you know, a lot of guys that maybe you hear like you said, you weren't expecting to be ha- to have been married by now. Mm. So for a lot of women, right, um, especially in the kind of country that we're in, and because of we have this whole bi- biology thing, even sometimes as a woman, even if you don't think about it like that, there are mm. other people yeah, around yeah. you that are They're thinking about it for you, you yeah, right? Yeah. Like, oh, you know, you should, uh, you should, madame, get, you should get married. Yeah, you should settle down, you know. And then they put this thing in your mind yeah, of like, by the time yeah, you yeah. get to 35, having kids is, is harder, you know. So there is this like kind of like idea that you should have done it in your 20s but for guys like some guys normally feel like in their 20s that's their time to apart from making money that's their time to just you know sow their their oats mm. as as much as they can you know so that by the time maybe they get their 30s they've they've emptied it all out they've gotten out of their system <laughs> like did you feel like when you were about to settle down like oh my god i'm only going to be with one person sexually for the rest of my life did you feel that fear no, like did no, you feel no, that no. of like um did it matter to you? Is what I should say. No, 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 no. Yeah. And how do I even like answer this properly? Right. Hold on one second, guys. Let me let me put it so I can put something in context. Yeah. I'm talking to my brothers mm-hmm. on my birthday before mm-hmm. I, right after I proposed I'm about to get married, and they're saying, mm, "So you're ready? You're ready, ready? <laughs> like this is not a joke? Because you know." 
marriage is not a joke. You cannot be out there saying you can't be out there saying they're seeing you with other girls. And I was like, other girls, what is discussing that kind of talk? Why would I even be out there with other girls? I was like, there's so much going on in life right now that I'm I'm, I'm past that. That's mm-hmm. that's not my hustle right now. Other mm-hmm. girls is no longer my hustle. What I'm just saying right now is that, like you just said, it's about that finances, that money, man. I'm trying yeah. to make that money because I'm a, there's a lot going on. Yeah. So they're like, mm. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> so see, I bring a body now from you. That's, I'm, I'm always that friend. Lost that school, that. I bring a body <laughs> for you. And I'm like, man, but have you seen my wife though? <laughs> and they're like, okay, okay, okay. So that's what you're saying. But you people age now. And I'm like, Child, guys, <laughs> see it this way. Right, I'm tired. Mm. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of playing random games. I'm tired of talking. I'm tired of chatting. I'm tired of. Mm. I'm I'm tired of building things that I don't care Amen. about. Like I want to go somewhere. It's painful and that I'm getting to that stage. Once you, but my brother, that, was. That's, that's you know, you know, I was literally saying it like last there. week. It's I was. Awesome. I was even telling Isaac, and I was saying on the pod that, like, for me, like, when it comes to sex at this point, I almost kind of feel like I'm done. Like, I'm done with the with the casual. You know, thing let, I, let's just digress um, a bit, right? I feel like um, in this our age mm-hmm. of um, extreme liberalism and sexual positivity, I feel a lot of us got an early start. I remember really? I was joking with you about it, but. As of now, I don't really know. Even I was telling Chantel the last time you guys came that as of now, I don't really know what else I'm looking forward to in that sense. Like mm-hmm. if it's just purely there, yeah. I don't know what else I'm looking forward to. But I don't know. That's just me. Let's it's, just it's, digress. It's boring that. to me now when it's not with um someone that you care about or someone that you are really trying to work on something with. To me now, it's boring. It's just, it's boring. It's mm. dead to me. It just feels like... Yeah. Ugh. It, it, it's nice in the moment but then afterwards and then what yeah like, okay but you know that's but, how yeah, i feel that, that, that's us though but for that's you how me. did you navigate it because did you in your in your 20s right did you go through cycles and then when you were approaching 30 did you feel like you know what i've done everything let me settle down or right now are you still like oh there's a lot more to do and like sexually though how is it being no, past no, i mean 30? i feel like the first because we always ask everybody like sexually no, 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 for that's you fair, that's fair that's fair that's fair um that actually is an easy one to be honest because mm. thank god i already had this conversation with my wife so she knows that i used to be out there in the streets <laughs> <laughs> the streets once had you <laughs> no but i mean i did go to cycles like during my earlier years i was a happy go-to kid. Ah, my mother used to always tell me when I was growing up. My, my wife did tells me that my mother is the cause of all our problems in the house because I honestly think I'm the, the finest man that got dropped on this earth. I just be looking at my mother like, ah, Chantel, your husband is fine. <laughs> like, Alex, it's your mother's fault. That's good. It's her she fault. planted confidence. She planted, she planted, I don't know what she was telling you, but now you... What are you saying? So, honestly, I told my, I told my mother-in-law this when I was like, ah, find out that your daughter now. And she's like, eh? Okay. That's what you think. You. So, no, I mean... My earlier, like, early, earlier days, I was out trying to have fun. Oh, yeah, let's go here. So, these royal olds, Jesus, mm-hmm. young dumb. But um, the closer I did get to 30, like Isaac just mentioned, I started getting a bit more focused on what I wanted. So, I stopped wanting. It was still, you see, you, you see, you have to say this, sorry. I wasn't out here waiting to get married. I'm not going to be brand new and tell you guys that, oh, I was looking for my wife. No, but I just started getting a bit more oriented on I'm tired of this because yeah. it's just making me spend so much I'm trying to look towards this and I'm trying to buy this and I'm trying to do this I'm trying to always check on this I don't know I just started my mindset I started switching up I a little change. bit and then um, it hit me out of the blues I'm, I'm going to say that what happened that's why, that's why I say and I've already said it is God because I wasn't looking for her she just turned up one day law school happened to be my 
um, cost, uh, cost, she happened to be the cost leader or something like that. And I had to collect all my notes from her and I was going to do my masters. So I had to still go and be, I had to still go through her. And then I came back. I'd, she do, you always have to meet people for, um, things on class days or whatnot. Yeah. It was all just weird. We just kept talking and I just realized, ah, honestly, I'm tired of these streets. I'm tired of getting to know people. This is an amazing young woman. Mm-hmm. She's trying to build something to where can we can become here. We can be partners. So it happened. And I was, I'm a person that I'm always watching. It's almost like a bird. I always take a bird's eye view to view, mm. watch myself. It's like mm-hmm. putting yourself on a leash and making sure you don't get lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just anytime you start feeling like you're up to some good that is not good. Mm. That is no good. You just mm-hmm. tug and mm-hmm. come back. So, I mean, yeah, I'd watch myself and I'd be like, ah, when I met this babe, like my life was taking a dramatic change. Or, ah, mm-hmm. I'm not on these streets anymore. So wait, making, oh, sorry, just to cut you off. So when you, when you, when you met her, mm-hmm. right, you took a step back from the streets and yeah. you did not feel like, was there like a dip in sexual performance for you? Like, did you feel like, okay, you know what? I've been messing around now. I'm actually like there's, people say there's having sex, there's making love. Like, mm. did you start to feel that? Did you feel like, Maybe sexual performance was more intense because there was someone you saw differently. You were trying to envision a life with. Do you see that now? So like, how do you we, see it? When, when we met, that was beautiful about this trip, right? <laughs> I say it's beautiful, it's funny and cute. <gasps> we weren't having sex when we met, Aunt Chantel. It was right. a thing of, I'd been on these streets <laughs> and then I'd met someone that wanted to grow mm-hmm. without sex first because she right. believed that sex would complicate matters and complicate thoughts, and which mm-hmm. is not a lie. And, up until this point, I'd also honestly believe that sometimes maybe people, people that have only just tag along because it was a good time or whatnot. So it was, it, it felt f- refreshing to actually build something with someone yeah, without, without physical, like, yeah. blackmail or anything. Like, yeah. oh, that mm-hmm. guy be dropping that. She, I, ooh, she, be, do you not? So yeah. it felt good to actually build something just with, like, we would sit and banter, just go here, there. So I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Is it? Yeah, I mean, I feel, I, I, I feel, I feel you on that though. I do feel you on that. Let okay, me let, let's let's dive out a little bit. I was yeah, going to talk out. about faith, yeah. but you've already made your stance. No, yeah, but I wanted to ask though, for people like myself, right? Okay. Did you throughout your twenties? How did you find your journey of faith? Did you? Yeah. Hard. Were you always a Christian? No. Did you go in and out? Yeah. Did you explore? Like, t- tell me about that. Yeah, tell me about the what journey. What eventually made you to now know that, like, okay, okay, this you know is what? where I am. This is what I've chosen. Like, why, why did you choose God? Yeah. So, you know how I said in the beginning, I'm a Christian, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're in the South. So, I always ask, I always, when I was growing up, I always ask people, if they get back to you, in Dubai, yeah. would you be a Christian? Yeah. Probably if not. they get back to you in the, in the, in the, in the North, where predominantly everybody is Muslim, yeah. would you be a Christian? Because mm. it's easy to say, oh, this was always my issue. Because this was why Christianity for me was my parents are deacons. My grandfather was an evangelist. Mm. It's in my blood. It's in our blood. It's been coming. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. been coming. So it was something. As a teenager, I was always confronting and always aggressive towards because I'm always thinking my parents brought me up with religion, but at the same time, I'd seen people that were not Christians excel. Mm. I'd seen people that were not Christians. I'd leave some Christians like mm-hmm. I don't know, and this kind of suffering and stress that Christians grew up. I, I was here? judging the the religion itself right. of what I was seeing yeah. with people and what I was hearing. In okay. church. Yeah. Yeah. And for the longest time, 
that was me. I mean, like, even up until 20, my late 20s, I was always still judging from what I would see in church. Like, mm-hmm. it would always still annoy me that the pastor is the one that is driving one of the baddest rides or mm. the congregation has to beg. Mm. Yeah, it just and didn't make sense. It, yeah, yeah, the lot, yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot just confused to bug me up and I would ask questions like, my mother always used to laugh because she's like, things I like can just keep quiet. Why do we, why, why do we have to ask? And I'm just like, because mm. honestly, like, if you reach to ask now, like, this one's always acting like they're higher up than it. Honestly, I, I battled with religion for the longest time. But then mm. that's, you see, Brett's eye view and not trying to shine on the missus. When I met her, that was one of the things that she, before I'd met her, actually, I started understanding that I can't exactly judge religion of what other people are saying. I kind of have to read this thing for myself and try and mm. understand my own journey because Facts. if I keep looking for other people's journey, then mm. this would be a messy situation for me if I ever have to come and find God, do I have a situation or I have a problem? Yeah. Like, mm. you do not want to be a stranger in God's temple <laughs> when you've been hearing about him since, but now you have a problem. Mm. I say this, let me say it again so you get me, right? You do not want to have a problem. So that's what will now lead you to finding God because it's a, it's a, it's a some type of situation. You'll be scared. You'll be confused. You never know how to talk the talk properly. Like, I love weird things happen to me. There's a prayer where I had a swollen vein from eye to brain, all those kind of weird type things. And all of a sudden you're thinking, even when you are sick and dying, that you want to now know God. Yeah, right. Because if that's the point, then it's only to survive just, it's only just to have like a, a, a I don't know, maybe. Yeah. The, my early formative years with religion was hard. Mm. I'm not going to lie to you because you're asking a lot of questions. But yeah. at the same time, where I am now is because I did a lot of reading. Like, it's out there and it's available. So just read. Like, I just started reading. I, I've read the Bible a lot. Like, my father-in-law used to do everything where he would try and read the Bible in a whole year. So I joined yeah. him on it. Like, I got the whole thing. Um, I got the whole the plan. timetable thing with him and I'd go up, go do it, go through it every day. If I missed the day, I'd catch on and catch up. Sometimes if I thought I had enough time, I'd go for, uh, go far ahead. I, reading more just educate yourself man because sometimes you you still always have these struggles i'm not yeah. gonna like this and that's why i told you by circle in the beginning again right yeah. you still always have these circles like in the, your 30s you still always have those moments where you might have doubts you still have those moments where you're still looking at um, um person a that is probably on the ground just there just there right okay no no finish no, no. There's, there's a question i wanted to ask that no, no, someone no, no. yeah it's just always just yeah. Okay. Someone <laughs> said, right, because part of the questionnaire was, uh, what do you want to ask, like a dilemma or whatever you want to ask us? Okay. And someone was saying that in their 20s, they want to know how to balance, you know, between, like, how did you find it? Because this is more of, I need, we want to hear your experience, mm. how you navigated it. So, how did you navigate being in touch with friends, like outgrowing friends and, uh, losing friends and maybe then finding a partner and then how you manage to like merge all that with a career for instance the people that you started just when is with are you still friends with all of them how did you manage those kind of friendships like saying that oh you're trying to make it to forbes and your guy is just okay with just having a lexus or just mm. a too bad like how did you manage the difference in career like in ambition throughout your 20s like how did you manage that yeah, that's still not very easy. Um, human capital development. Everyone talks about human capital development. People you know actually helps grow. Um, I just called one of my mates from high school before I came here. Yeah. Like, I had to run and go pick up something from his house. So I'm not exactly, I've not lost touch with everybody. So it's, it's kind of like, 
I said that so you get a bit more context. I, I'm still talking to somebody I know from high school. That's, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm about 30, 31, and I'm still talking to someone I know from high school. Like, <laughs> right. that's, that's nuts. Yeah. I still know people I know from Ghana. I still know mm-hmm. people I know from, mm-hmm. I know God Dolly from, the, did you guys, did you see, yeah. it's, a, yeah. it's here and there. So maybe you're not exactly keeping in touch with everybody. Thank God for social media. Like, you guys can just touch bases here and there, now and then. But I've always just done things at the end of the day selfishly what's best for me mm-hmm. and um where i am right now i'm trying to grow my relationship zone so if my meeting one of my mates and they cannot accommodate that and mm-hmm. they still make time for me okay that's okay for that's you cool. like mm. it's cool well we, the truth about it is if we had business to do tomorrow i don't think that would be what to stop us from doing the business yeah i'd call you up and that's what I meant by human capital development at the end of the day. Yeah. Just not cutting the person off. I'd still call you up. It's just due to our circumstances in life, you have freedom. I don't exactly have your um, liberty to do some of the things you want to do. But I mean, if we can't catch up, we can do business. If we can't do business, then it's cool. Hmm. Life because heaven. I, like the thing is, I'm, I'm finding now that as we get older, it, maintaining certain like friendships, like, you know, acquaintances and stuff, like people, more people are falling into that acquaintance space. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's hard to pull everyone along. You're there work. Sometimes people message me, and I'm like, "Bro, I'm working," and then like the friendships just sort of fade. And then sometimes, because we're all human, you like have it. You have maybe downtime and all that, and then you're looking for who you want to talk to, and you realize that Uh-oh. a lot of people like have been left mm. sort of on the way. How did you navigate that throughout um, your twenties? So I am. I see I'm an ambivert, but she tell people I disagree. So she's an extrovert. You're always happy. People are always trying to chat to people. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be able to stay in touch with people. Like, mm-hmm. I can stay in touch. I, it's not, I, my profession requires me to be in your face. Yeah. It requires me to, for whatever reason, know what's going on in different sectors or places. Yeah. So I, it, it means I have to reach out, touch base, and, I kind of don't, I don't mind. I don't mind. I'm chatty sometimes here and there. It's fun and banter. So I can do it. So, uh, I haven't exactly really, I have, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's actually not true because yeah. people still complain that I won't does my chatness. I still don't reach out. So, I mean, it's a hard balance, guys. Yeah. Honest, honest, honestly, in all, in all things, I just feel like open room, meaning I open, cons- open something. So like you can reach out. I can reach out. If yeah. I don't reach, if I don't, if I don't reach out today and, I see a picture of yours tomorrow on Instagram. I'll probably like it. I'll just be like, hey, 10 seconds. Hey, what's up, man? If you don't yeah. respond, it's cool. I don't know. It's just, it's you always just it too personal. Yeah. Too deep. Mm-hmm. I, I have okay. a personal question for sure. you on your road. Um, no, this is not, not like for you. Like, f- this is my question, mm. basically. How did you navigate failure throughout your twenties? Oh my God. Cause for me, right. Uh, let mm. me put context. Mm. Um, when I was younger, up until I was 18, when I started uni, it was fine to, you know, fail here, take an mm. L here, go here, someone wants oh, you. But as soon as I turned 20, everything started to feel more like it felt bigger. Mm. So, you know, not finding a job, uh, going for an interview and not getting accepted or getting rejected or having a goal, like something as simple as, oh, I want to start the gym consistently by by this day. And then by that day, I don't start. There's always this overwhelming feeling like, oh, you're a failure. You can't do like... Even now, how do, how do you how did you navigate the whole failure thing? 
like you, like you you mentioned that you had businesses yeah, that I you started know. and they failed how did you navigate that like did you start you to pick back up did you it's start harder. to question your self-worth and all that because a lot a, a few people also asked about like not asked they also said that part of their fears is actually failure and how they would like handling failure because you know it's one thing to be unemployed by 27 for instance like a lot of people put all this pressure of oh i need to have this i need to have that how did you navigate it doesn't go away these these fears don't go away but before we start tackling failure like failure in your workplace let's talk about failure of life failure of applying for a job let's do that basic one first so i was applying for jobs before i got my present job and everywhere i applied to no word answer me Mm. like I would just get back they would just send me a generic answer or something so it was almost like the the mechanism was fighting against me yeah right and I started applying for the like lowest jobs first so I just said okay you know what let's let's backtrack this is a joke (laughs) (laughs) let me see if there's a problem with the top places let me just let's apply for the ones that I'm overqualified for and see what happens and then I started getting those ones. So I started rejecting those ones. I was like, okay, <laughs> I don't want to say, hey, ah, this feels good. <laughs> this feels, so it's, that gave me a bit of a boost, right? Yeah. But for people that can actually do that, the truth about it is, don't, don't look at it that, oh, I did something and I failed and so therefore I'm useless. I can't move past in life. <laughs> nah, you see, even to I just told you I had a stressful week. Yeah. I didn't exactly excel at everything I did. Yeah. I probably failed at one or two of them. Mm. So, it's, it's something you need to, it's like confrontation. Mm. When you can do it, do it once, do it as soon as possible so that you're already used to it. Yeah. So that you can get, you can, you can start going with it at the end of the day because you're, you're always going to be confronted in life. Mm-hmm. So you cannot hate confrontation when you live in Nigeria. You, if you live in Nigeria and in Lagos, then you'll be confronted by the time you step out of your door. Yeah, true. <laughs> so true, what do you true. mean by you hate confrontation? Like, yeah. get, get used to it. So if you don't like to fail and you're, it's sorry, I'm so sorry. Life is annoying, but like, I'm not saying get used to failure, God forbid. No, don't get used to failure, but just keep pushing. Yeah, mm. keep it's pushing. Not gonna, it's not going to go away. Just I, 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 that, That's true. At this point, I was going to mention my accountability partner this week was uh, to tell people to fail on time. Because when I was... <laughs> no, it's true. Cause, um, get your heart broken on time. Yeah, on time. Even, even in all honesty, right? Um, being very honest, even the 150K I lost, right? Because mm. I lost it so early when I came back. I told the story to my parents. They laughed for like a whole night. It was hilarious <laughs> to them. But the from then, I started to... I understood what investing was a lot mm-hmm. better. I started to do a lot more... Um, research. Research, a lot more vetting and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I started to take a lot more calculated risk. But my dad keeps telling me, it's because you failed on time. If it was like when you started making money, and it was yeah. from your salary and someone just duped you off of your salary you swear by your life you're not investing again mm-hmm. so yeah it's the whole failure thing i've just been thinking this week about how it's good to fail on time it's good mm-hmm. to it start is. there was one thing um what's his name said Ebuka said yeah. that when you're 20 in your 20s like yeah like people will just yeah, amplified. yeah people so just like, look at you and it's like oh my god he did this yeah. in his 20s he so did like this even in if you write a book and it doesn't really do anything people are still like oh he wrote a yeah. book when he was 25 but, like, by, the, but by the time you get to 30 it's almost expected it's yeah, like, like should yes, you of not course you should have written a book exactly <laughs> so it, it, it's just the the whole failure thing i find it's not like i keep mentioning um I li- I'm starting to read a lot of late boomers. I'm starting to read a lot more failure stories, a lot more, oh, I made it pa- after 40 and all that. And I, I realize the disconnect in our generation in the sense of we don't know how to embrace it. 
Yeah. Ake Alabi yeah. said, like, it's good to suck at something. He tweeted that, like, probably in passing, but it stuck with me because it's actually good to fail at something. I don't know if you can relate. Yeah, yeah. People these days, everybody just wants to be the best at everything. You want to start drawing today and you want everybody to appreciate. Yeah. But understanding that you're bad at things, it could sort of help you focus yeah. on you other things. You know something, I'm just hearing this, it reminded me of a story. So um, I just wanted to quickly share. I had I started, I was watching this series on YouTube called King Women that um, Kemi Adetiba was doing, where she would basically interview like one successful woman, yeah. just talk about basically like a reflectization type thing, yeah. but just more about you know their life. And there's a lady that she spoke to who, if you can imagine, this woman is making money off of Moi Moi, believe it or not. And this woman was the point where she shared, she she served her Moi Moi to um, Michelle Obama. Now, how did it get to this point? This woman was basically not, she, you know, first of all, she had not really... She had a hard childhood, Mm. you understand? She didn't even really, really finish school like that, per se, kind of. But then she ended up... um, she ended up uh, teaching in Corona, I think. Corona, was she teaching? Well, she was working there anyway, the, sec- the secondary school. Yeah. They weren't really rich in her family. And she said that, um, you know, one day she was home and there wasn't any food. Um, right. Like literally no food. And she had asked her husband, who basically, her husband is extremely supportive with the way she had. In fact, the guy is extremely supportive. And she just told her husband, like, you know, hey, like, we need food. Like, what are we going to use for food? And her husband was smiling at her, like, ah, don't worry, Ayo, I'm coming. You know, she was so yeah. sweet, so she was not getting hype. Baba came back with 1K, <laughs> gave her the 1K and said, okay. She was looking at the money like, nice eh, I don't understand. And he was like, see, this is the money that he has right now. But that he knows that she's a virtuous woman and he knows that she would do something with this money. She said she was so irritated and so <laughs> pissed off. Like, what is this man telling me? But fine, this is what we have. The children have to eat. We need to figure something else out. Yeah. So she thought about it very well in her head about what she can use with that 1K to buy. And she just said, hmm, I can get beans. We can do whatever, whatever with beans. And she went, she bought the beans. She made the moi moi. She said someone came into her house, whether her husband's sister or something, smelled the moi moi and said, hmm, can I have some? She gave her just random. Then the lady came back next and was like, oh my God, that was amazing. Like, can you make some more? I'll pay you. And she hadn't even thought about it in the sense of, oh, someone wants to buy from me. But when the woman said, oh, I'll pay you, she was like, oh, okay. And she did that. And from then on, that one started telling other people. Started telling other people. Before you knew it, she started selling more and more. It now got to a point where she needed to take her business forward. And you cannot imagine this, but she went back to Corona to start selling more and more in front. Yes. Now, wow. at first, she was feeling embarrassed. Like, like, can I really do this? Like, the place where I left. I really carried myself. I left. Now, I'm not going to be selling more and more. You understand? Like, how would people look at me? Yeah. But then she just pushed it aside and said, we'll leave that one. She, they will still buy it. So, she said, you know, just, you know, disturbing people, haggling people. Some people will say, ah, I hear something. She said, eh, come and buy more and more, sha. And it was from there, from that. there, she got into some kind of place that, um, maybe, you know, all these, um, all these kind of courses or something where yeah. maybe some kind of conference thing where they'll maybe help you sponsor you at the end. That's oh, yeah, how she started getting into all of this. And then they helped her with her money, with her business. She ended up having to travel abroad. She got the opportunity to travel abroad twice mm-hmm. to serve. The, I was like, wow, it was just such a beautiful story because when you're talking about this late bloomers thing, it just reminds me of how like, you know, sometimes like it is the most random thing. Mm. The thing that you don't even think about of you know as long as you're just diligent in your work and you just keep on trying to do the best that you can really yeah you know that's how you can 
push it through That's hack you this life like, thing yeah true yeah alex i have one last question though i've yeah, really sure, enjoyed sure, sure. our conversation so me tell too. me though tell me for us right people that are behind you on this route yeah so, like so, what, what advice? give us advice like give us from your from your experience give us like a broad advice that covers everything from you know religion sex love. friendships love career you know, career all the stuff like just give us advice from your experience all right okay all right okay um i don't know what you're doing right now anybody as long as you're listening just focus on yourself let's start with let's let's start from before we start doing anything about the people outside anybody your parents your loved ones let's start with ourselves let's start to working on ourselves Make sure that you're good. Once you, the moment your mental health is okay, you're happy, you can actually live with yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Now start trying to actually explore what it is that would be, you're interested in, what you're happy mm-hmm. with, what, 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 what would bring joy to you? It's easier said than done. There's yeah. a lot of things that I'm saying, that I'm saying right now. You're just thinking, is this guy in Nigeria with me? <laughs> like, live with yourself. How, is, how, how am I supposed to live with myself? I wake up in the morning at five o'clock because I live at Songotedo area and I need to get to Ikoi yeah. and I have a job that's stressing me. I get you. But at the end of the day, the truth about it is nothing really is forever. Yeah. yeah, you might be in this situation right now, but it's character building. Mm-hmm. So if you are doing what you love, what you like, what you have to, or you're learning something from this place. Don't, don't neglect the, neg- neglect the traits that you're picking up. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. they, they will come in handy. Yeah. In, in one scenario or the other, you will need to know, even if it's just to remind yourself, like you just said, Isaac, that yeah. I'm more failure no sweet too. Yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I can't deal, I can't, ha. I have to hustle if I go back to that uh, side I have to start coming yeah. to the side oh, that's real oh. hmm. no honestly like, just um, whatever it is you're learning right now always just take into account the fact that um, this Nigeria that we live in you can't just do one thing so mm. you can't lock yourself up or mi- you lock your mindself up to the fact that you also live with other people like mm-hmm. I said get to know yourself once you're good with yourself start trying to reach out mm. two hands always better than one mm. and if you have colleagues, friends, acquaintances, people that you grew up with, they always used to tell me when I was growing up, the best, one of the best set of people to actually be close to are the people that you grew up with in high school. For whatever reason, they are the people that, the people that met you at the time where you didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. You didn't have a single dime to your name. So That's true. Even if, even if your parents had this, your parents cannot, your parents have is that you're blessed. Yeah. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. Your parents don't have, you have by God's and be blessed. But the idea is just link up, try and use the relationships you have, try yeah. and learn. Learn in every situation. Learn it. My father was, my father always says to this day, be versatile. Like, mm-hmm. that man can afford a flight ticket, but he still sent me through, um, he sent me by road for my first trip to Ghana. <laughs> like, he, he, he flew himself, but sent me by road. And I never understood that till today, because I was thinking, <laughs> when, and you know, it, it wasn't that he sent me by road, oh, ABC by road. Yeah. It was that it was like, take a car. Take a car, then the car will stop at the border, and then you wait ah. across the border like a person. So you understand how the, the other man is doing life. it. Yeah. And you know what? Some fast forward to the future when I had to go to go, some of my friends had to go get a car. I was one of the people that followed them because I could I, I could understand how to go through a border and navigate mm. the border and myself in border. So in anything you're doing, man, 
And our parents know this. For whatever reason, they did not teach us this thing. That's why adulting is hard. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's why adulting is hard because it's a scam. Yeah. I, I watch you guys. The adulting is a scam because they did not yeah, The they Germans, the Europeans, they teach them. Yeah. <laughs> they really let you know that come. There's no culture. Mm. They're not culture. You're not going to be sweet to you because you're my... It's, life is hard. Yeah. Life is hard. In fact, the moment you know life is hard, you will not be expecting handouts, favors, or little cuddles here and there. You will not be so sad when someone jumps at you. And failure would not destroy you yeah. from moving forward. Because ah, at the end of the day, it is what it is, man. But yeah. we need to. Oh, yeah. You need to be religious, man, guys. Find God now. I beg you, find <laughs> God now. I said to my brother, they always telling me, I beg, Baba, leave me. Find God now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want you don't want to be that person that's begging God for something. Hey God, I really need this job. No. Yeah, I I I I, wow. I feel you. Like, I feel you on that. I, I'm I'm very happy. I'm very that's, happy that's to one. hear that, man. Have okay. you guys heard that? So so we everything have one... everything wait sorry oh. everything he said was you know fantastic until he said fine God now. I think it's not on that, but um, I would say that for those that are in that space of you know trying to like really. If you're not completely like, you have, if you haven't completely stepped away from it, I would advise that, you know, don't, um, don't put so much burdens on yourself in regards to how the church or how your parents have handled, uh, Christianity or religion. The truth is, um, religion is a, or let me not even say religion. Um, a relationship with God is a personal thing. It's not anything else that anybody else can teach you. It's mm. only him that can teach you that. Mm-hmm. And the only way for for you is to read, like Alex said. I found that the more I read uh, my Bible each and every day, there is some things you read over and over again and you won't get it until like a mm. year or two later because when you open your mind to it, it just reveals itself to you really mm. and truly. So if you're not all the way gone, but you have questions and you're trying to figure it out, I would advise that you just, you know, try and figure it out yourself and, and be open to it, you know? That's mm. what I'll say. Mm. <laughs> so we have a question we have a dilemma someone sent a question Ooh-wee. and um we just thought that since um alex is here we'll just do this real quick uh so this is the question person said so i just got in a new relationship it's about two months in officially and he's amazing pretty sure he's my soulmate for the most part we've noted from the beginning that we're socially incompatible i'm an extrovert extrovert and he's what he calls himself he's what he calls a in quotes learned extrovert but honestly an introvert for the most part he feels like i always have something scheduled and when he's not able to make it for one of the things we plan i'm able to make other plans really fast ergo he's just another thing i use to fill my time not actually priority in summary we've had a couple of conversations that give me the impression that I have to compromise to an extent on my normal social life to accommodate how he feels about the whole thing. And it scared me a bit because I realized I associate that to my identity. So I think she means the extrovert thing, eh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Is this a normal relationship compromise? And am I bugging or is this a much... Is this a a normal relationship compromise and I'm bugging or is this a much bigger issue? Hmm. Uh, (laughs) I don't know who should go Hmm. first. No, Alex, Alex, please go first. I'll go last. Shotgun. Okay. Okay, as a guest, obviously, they, 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 yes, they threw first. me under the bus first, so I'll, I'll, I'll jump. <laughs> is she bugging or is this a much bigger issue? The only thing I can do here is actually give her like a real life example of my life and I'm just going to put it on the floor and then you can go, right? Yeah. In my relationship with my wife, 
you guys know both know her. Dolly she and Chantel grew up together. They're like sisters. You and Chantel went to school together, so yeah. you know her alone. Mm-hmm. Chantel is a learned yes. <laughs> extrovert. <laughs> like she's the one that she, she had to learn that stuff, man. It, it, it didn't come to her. She likes to think, oh, I'm 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 extrovert. I can hang out. That's a lie. <laughs> that is a lie. We know. We know. Chantel, <laughs> it is see a crowd, and she's there thinking, holy shit, they're trying to kill me. What is going on? <laughs> Straight face. I can't do this. That's right. Me, life of the party, guys. I mean, if you, I don't know if you can hear from my voice, but I'm alive. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am alive. Like, you throw me in a room and I just want to like, let's go, man. Mm. Pump it. Action time. So, no, no, my wife, you can already obviously see how this would be a thing. Mm. There's no turn up I would not want to link up for and there's nothing she doesn't want to say no, she doesn't want to go for. Mm. But maybe what is now trippy is we live in weird times. So, because I'm a guy... And the person writing this is a um, girl. Yeah. yeah, it might look like my advice would not come off properly for you. So what I'm going to do is remove the whole masculinity thing from it and yeah. advise you from my point of view. See, for me, it was easy to dial back on my extra extroverted nature because at the end of the day, I'm not using it for anything. Mm. Mm. Like, why am I the happiest guy in the room? What am I using that for? Mm. it's the attention what am I, I, I'm not trying to say what yeah, she's that, in the attention that's, that's for yeah. that's it's what, cool she can, she can have the attention she wants because people some people thrive on that stuff I used yeah. to have fun with that and I, if you guys can tell I can still have fun with it because yeah. you're it's, it's just I don't know You, you, you it, it's for you it, it has to do once again with your peace of mind are you fine at the end how much do you care about this person yeah. yeah do you care about this person so much so that if you wait uh, the, the, the chance of losing the person is worse than being this extroverted life yeah. of the party. If it's worse for you, then take my approach. Chill. Yeah. Just dial, mm. dial it back. Have fun with your person. The day you feel like you don't, your person, um, you want to go out and have fun again. Go out and have fun. But I'm sure that the person would have been able to tell from how much sacrifices you have made mm. that they are not just another notch on your belt if you are spending all this time with them. Cause which, which is, I was, I say I was fortunate because Chantel is fine. Even when I say learned extrovert, she also knows she's a, she can't argue, make the argument, but deep down she knows the truth. Mm. <laughs> deep, down, deep down she knows I can't keep up with this guy on this, this waka waka business. So yeah. sometimes if he wants to go out, I'll follow him. Sometimes if I can't, I'll just be like, yo Alex, I can't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's up for him to understand. If he wants to go, he should go. I'm yeah. not going to judge him. If he doesn't mm-hmm. want to go, don't go. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay, so I'm an introvert, I think. I'm not really someone that likes to go out very much. I, I would say I'm a learned extrovert as well, <laughs> in the sense that um, if I have to, is if I have to do it. So, in fact, in in sometimes, sometimes I have to prepare myself for it, like a while ahead of time mm. to prepare my ginger to build my ginger up before I do before I actually go out. But at heart, like I like to chill and be at home. I'm fortunate. The person that I started seeing, he is. I think I would say he's an. I won't say he's like a learned extrovert because I feel like he can thrive in any situation you throw him in. If he's if he's being outside, he will be outside. But I also think that he's someone that if he could, he would stay home if he wanted. Like he's okay with just chilling yeah. at home. So in that way, like we mesh and everything. And I feel like if I if it was someone that always wanted to go out, it might be a bit much yeah. for me. Um, but I think I don't want to. I don't know exactly how he has said it to her. Or yeah. how he has come at it with her. But I think that the relationship is still pretty early. I think it's, it's still like two months in. Um, but I think that it's a thing where like Alex said, like if both of you are able to, I, I feel like first of all, both of you should be okay with 
who each each of you are first of all you yeah. are an extrovert he's not really an extrovert like that like that but i also think that like it's a thing where both of you can like alex said Cha, if it's important to your relationship if the relationship itself is important to you then i think that one can figure out a way to not die out all the way back because not not to, to the point where you feel like you have lost who you are because yeah. I don't think that that should happen in any relationship. I don't think that you will be happy yeah. moving forward. So not to the point where you have completely lost yourself, but to just a place where like, you know, if there are some things that you can forego, if yeah. it's not really that important, really, like if, if mm-hmm. maybe hanging out with him and going to this place, if you know, the, it's not that important, you can chill yeah. then just, you know, Hey, it doesn't really hurt. So the issue itself is as long as it's just a thing of, the superficial thing of oh going out not going out i don't think it's something that is a bad Deal thing in your yeah, relationship the be. problem now becomes when it now starts to be a thing of um oh you can't do this you can't do that you yeah. can't do this you can't do that then now it's not a thing of okay was, so now you're trying to attack my identity yeah so but i think that um that that's actually what i was yeah going but, to say. It, but I, I don't know um it just depends i think that if it's something that you can i think both of you can even him too when it comes to certain things as well that are important that you need to go out for i think he too should be able to, to step you. out mm-hmm. sometimes so both of you should meet each other in the middle yeah and as long as both of you can do that then i don't think that um it's uh, any like major 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 issue in your relationship yeah well true i think they've said it all to be fair because what i was just going to say i'm happy none of you said it compromise yeah simple like because it is just um like alex said right it depends Mm. on the value of the person to you yeah and then like dolly said as well it should also not be the point where you compromise to the point that you forget yourself yourself, yes so as long as you look at it i mean in all fairness also i don't know I don't know who this is because we made the anonymous, but mm-hmm. you should like if you're in a relationship as well, you shouldn't also put your partner. Don't disrespect your partner. Yes. So don't like it's not every party really that, that exactly. you should be at. I exactly. mean, I don't know because of you said extrovert, extrovert. That's why I'm going at it from mm. this angle, right? It's not really everywhere you should go to, or it's not really everywhere you should be. I mean, if you're a celeb or if that's your space your then life. yeah go ahead yeah. do it but yeah. at the same time just don't lose your partner in trying to do this yeah. right yeah. think of it like this way hold the person's hand through the party so it's not that you leave the person at the and door I'll and then you go and wonder no yeah. it's like you guys should just compromise maybe you don't go out like maybe if you go out seven times a day you maybe go out six and when yeah. they serve uh, and then you let the person know and you just make sure that you yeah. guys compromise and yeah. also you can also decide to not go out and be with the person like yeah I, I think that it's something that both of you can figure yeah. out so him too he can try and you know head out a couple of a couple of times every now and again you too you can dial it back a bit and maybe not go to everything or not go for all yeah. of it but you know just chill as but, well i think both of you can make it but work. We, with respect to your last question though which was is this a normal relationship compromise no you're not bugging it's a normal relationship compromise it's yeah. not a much bigger issue really because yeah. you can never really find two people that are exactly the same because same, exactly. think about it if you if you were both extroverts the next thing you're at every party one person will get tired and then one person is becoming more of an extrovert than the other so mm. just look at it that way it's no it's is a very normal it's a normal compromise normal, you're normal not compromise. Bugging, it's just like um let me use myself <laughs> as an example there was a time i was dating a girl who was a proper introvert Mm. but i um i was i don't know if i was an extrovert or an ambivert i'm still trying to figure it out maybe an ambivert yeah i think i'm an ambivert mm. right 
But at the time, I was the head of the African Caribbean Society at uni. <laughs> so while she wanted <laughs> to stay at home all the time, I could not afford that. I yeah. was literally everywhere. But one thing, though, I did notice was at some point, I had to cut down a bit on the responsibility. I have to tell my guys that, listen, yeah, I can plan this, but on the day, I may not really be there on time or something because <laughs> the baby... I think, I think it's cute, though. No, Isaac it's likes not, all these romance things. It's not about things. being cute. It's he just... He likes all these romance things. it is the basic <laughs> It is the basic concept of a relationship. I he always likes, respect... I, don't worry, it's okay. I respect and I fine. I respect my partners I and that's fine. all. I'll shake. Romance. Yeah. romance. So, yeah, um, that's that, actually, Alex. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you so, you so, so, so much. Fun. much. Alex so much it's so it's so good to it was fun. Was it's so fun. good to like hear from i think you're the first married person we've had on the reflective oh, yeah, that's true. i was that going to ask true. you about kids as well let's quickly do that how uh somebody asked a question right and this was a guy as well the person said one of his biggest fears is not having kids at the right time you know mm. it's so mm, it's so funny because i know someone i have a friend who is in his mid-30s who's not married and you know he said that he doesn't typically have any regrets in life but if he were to go now his one regret is not having a kid mm. Mm. Alex, yeah, he's, please. In, he's in his mid-30s kind early early mid almost. So how, how do you find kids the whole kids thing since you're married like is there pressure because if <laughs> i was very close to your marriage i would mm. be that friend every now and then i'd be like so <laughs> when is- no don't worry have your time <laughs> <laughs> no i know so she yeah, has she will have my time. it's because of you guys we've got yeah just as a banter <laughs> Gov is already Gov. That's no more puppy, right? Mm-hmm. He's already a handful. Like, yeah, I, I could see it. Man's just testing guys me out. Man. Like, <laughs> I can like see he's, it. His, he's, he's four months now, so he's thinking that he's a man in the house already. Like, <laughs> issues already. Like, he look me in the eyes sometimes and just like take a piss on my back, and I look at him like, oh, it's how you feel. I'm, you see, man, I'm looking in that cage after that piss. <laughs> so yeah, I mean. I, I don't know that we're, we're praying and this whole kids this like it's in God's hands I'm, I'm just like we're at the point where we're not trying to stop it we're just saying God take control so it, whether, uh, if it happens when it comes yeah, it comes if it doesn't come yet it doesn't come yet whenever it, it comes this also has to do with fact because we both work and we both have mm. saved over the cause of our marriage and independently so we're not exactly feeling like Oh, we couldn't handle we couldn't, the responsibility, yeah. but it's, mm. just, it's in God's hands, man. Like, go take control. Mm. I don't really have any stress. Was that like? I understand. Let me just throw it. Let me throw a quick financial okay. advice. Are you guys Ch- start a child's trust? Yes, just That's be training. Idea, yes, so that because I'm I, I'm starting one next year for my unborn Ooh. kids. Yeah, no, no, no jokes aside, because I don't want to. I don't I know how it. it will be when they come, and it yeah, might not always be increasing the amount exactly. Like, so you, you, you don't know when those things would happen. Yeah, it's part of my 2021 goals. But anyway, that's 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 that. I, excited? Guys. I like don't know. I don't know. But I, I have this very strong feeling that we'll still be doing this when they come. For sure, please let them come. Let <laughs> I them have come. that strong feeling. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's the end of the show. So, um, mm-hmm. you guys have probably picked out, but next week we would dedicate next week to answering a lot more of the yeah. dilemmas and the questions and the way you guys feel. Sorry, you know, know Isaac, that. a lot of interesting Yes, a lot of shit happens. Yeah, yes, I know. Your... Just just leave that. Uh so what are your song recommendations? Um oh sorry, I just wanted to say thank you guys for sending in. Also yes, remember thank to you also so much. add um, yeah, if, the if link you haven't is still sent there. in and you want to. Yeah. Feel free. The link is still there. Don't forget, go on our link yeah. tree and then go to talk to us and yeah. then be part of it. There is a lot that we have gotten. A lot of you guys are really worried about money. And then one person is asking when Isaac will get married. Don't worry, we'll answer that next week. <laughs> and um yeah, so we would 
would answer we'll answer those next week yeah some recommendations my song recommendation this week is it has been on, like it has been the song i've been jamming to all week it's called pussy talk by city girls and doja cat hey oh, wow. look at that one now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love that that song is that song is dope the visuals are amazing they all look i heard down the radio this morning sorry i heard down the radio you, you, yeah, me, but I'm, they I'm, censored. Like, I, mean, I wonder how they were going to do yeah, that because it was like, at a point everything. I was like, bro, like <laughs> by who though? By who? Um, City Girls and City Doja Cat. Yeah. yeah, you know, I know everybody has their issues with Doja Cat, but me, I like Doja Cat. Doja Cat is talented to me. Oh yeah, that that's that's a long. Whatever line. issues they, ha- whatever issues she has, is her personal thing. But me, I still think she's. That's talented. along the line of my song recommendation, but yeah. I'll use that to close out the show. Uh, okay. In yours? my bed, Roti B and um, Wale. Wale. Okay. okay. All right. So mine is actually my friend sent this song to me this week. Tommy Shelby by Ambush Boswell. So that is it. Yeah, yeah. Look, look at you guys are looking at me, but you, you should always, listen to that. In the last three weeks, I, I feel like, like you voice. recommended some. No, they are different. They are not mainstream. But why I said it's controversial is because um, the first time I saw of Ambush Boswell, someone was dragging him about groping her on the tail. So it's a controversial issue, Sha. But right. the guy's music mm-hmm. is Sha. You know, just like we remove the artist from the art sometimes. Yeah. Like There's some guy, artists that can remove from the art. Like there are some I West. can't. Actually, I can't anymore. My guy, the guy. There was a time I could, but I can't anymore. I I had that argument with someone that oh, you have to remove R. Kelly from you know. No, I don't. Bro. I don't think. I, I think that everybody t- holds some people accountable. Like it comes to everybody differently. I understand why some people might not necessarily want to remove R. Kelly, even though R. Kelly to me is disgusting now. So to me, anybody even listening to him is disgusting. A, but the whole thing is that I understand. Daddy. Like everybody will. Some people you you can. Some people yeah. you can't. Yeah, so don't forget, guys, our Road to 30 podcast on our socials. Thank you so much for filling this form and like letting us know what you think. I think what this is starting to show us from a lot of people's question is some people want to know when we'll be doing a live show. Hey, I didn't know we had blown to this period, but, <laughs> but we will give you guys when Corona has you know, removed his leg from our necks. So, yes. um, yeah, thank you guys so much. Don't forget, thank fill the so link much. on our link tree talk to us and yeah that's it we'll see you guys next week bye